It's my show. I'm going to try, try, try to be peaceful today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, peace is something that us doggos understand inherently. It's an idea, hey. Except when we tear up dead animals and shit. Excuse me? What was the last time you tore up a dead animal? Uh, the other day when we were on the hike with mother and father and we saw that bunny lying on the side of the path. Uh-huh. You remember that, right? It was all laying on its side, dead and cute and all? No, no, I remember very well. Well, that was the last time I thought about ripping up a dead animal, but, you know, it was already dead. Well, thoughts and actions are two very different things. Yeah, but those were very, very strong thoughts. Anyway, I'm trying to be peaceful today because the truth of the matter is I am very, very angry. Oh boy, what did I do now? Surprisingly nothing. I've just been preparing this episode and I've been suppressing my super pissed off angry emotions. Bananas and Willy Wonkas, whatever will you do? <laughs> Don't say Willy Wonkas, that makes no sense. Actually, Willy Wonka is a brand of candy from back in the day, you know, like everlasting gob. Stoppers. Jenny, are you listening to me or what? I am, I am, I am. Stop being so damned ADD and selfish. I'm talking about a very serious subject today. Oh yeah, what's that? BSL, BDS? No, today I am discussing amputations. Oh god, this is a very dark episode. Wake me up when it's over. It's an informative episode. It's the episode that I should have done last season, but... I was too ashamed because, uh... Because that would mean you talking about your deformed tail? not deformed! Some asshole hacked it off wrong! And why the hell was he hacking it off to begin with? Uh, let's think, uh, because fleshies are cruel? Yeah, some fleshies are. It's sad because we doggos love you so much. Yeah, except when we don't. I mean, we do anything for you guys. Anything! Sit, stay, fetch, cuddle... And in return, some fleshies do what? They dock your pay. I mean, your tail. Our tails, our ears, it's unconscionable! This is sort of a big topic, and clearly you have a lot to say about it. I do, and because it's Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday today, I've decided that it's the perfect time to discuss our animal rights. We have none. Yes, we do! We might have some, but we should have a lot more. Well, we have to fight for change! Uh, sounds exhausting. Can I just take a nap instead? No, Zeddy! And as Madam President of Doggo Universe, Planet, I command you to stand up for your doggo rights! <laughs> Zeddy! Zeddy! What? What? Oh, God. I, I, I was joking. I'm awake, bitch. I'm awake. This is serious. <laughs> It's a very serious topic I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But can we just do something else first, you know, to make it more palatable? Like, before we dive in, let's get to... From the skyscrapers of New York to the coast of California, this is Doggo News. All right, in today's Doggo News, a homeless man in Atlanta risked his life to save several cats and dogs that were trapped in an animal shelter after being caught in a fire. Oh, no! 53-year-old Keith Walker rushed into the W Underdog Shelter on December 18th after a fire engulfed its kitchen. The shelter was only a week away from moving into its new facility where the animals now reside. How many animals did he save? Six dogs and ten cats. Probably should have left the cats so they could knock off one of their nine lives. Just kidding, just kidding. The founder of the shelter, Gracie Hamlin, called Keith Walker her guardian angel. She said even the firefighters didn't want to handle the dog, so they called animal control. But Keith was already in the building, pulling out all of the animals until they were safe. What a miracle! She said she knew Keith from before because he was homeless since he was 13 years old, and she let him keep his dog, a pit bull named Bravo, at the shelter every night. Wait a minute, he's been homeless for 40 years? That is 
so sad. Well, Walker was on his way to pick up Bravo and take him for a walk when he saw the fire. You can see the full story on our Facebook page. We should start a GoFundMe page for Keith Walker. You know, I was thinking the same thing, but huh, check this out. Voila! Somebody already beat us to it! Wow, and they've already raised $83,000 for him! If you'd like to donate, you can check out our Facebook page and you'll see our post on Keith Walker's GoFundMe page. Thank you, Keith Walker! Okay, okay, what's the next story? Well, to be honest, there was a news story that I was going to bring up, but, you know, I decided to nix it. Oh, yeah, what's that? <laughs> it was way too depressing. Depressing how? Let me put it to you like this. The story involved fleshies walking their dog, their crazy fleshy neighbor, and a gun. Oh, no, guns are terrible. Yeah, I'm trashing it. Too depressing. I mean, seriously, over dog poop? What's wrong with you fleshies? Don't say anymore. I can already piece it together. Ugh, it's a tragic story. And since this episode is already about something pretty... Pretty, pretty tragic, at least to us doggos. I think it's best if we just skip it. I just want to clarify, though. Even though that today's topic is awful and despicable for fleshies, it may not seem so bad. Oh, you mean it might not seem so bad for fleshies because they're assholes? No, I mean, because I'd like to think that most fleshies don't partake in docking of the animal's body parts, a.k.a. mutilation. Well, we can only hope. Also, I'd like to present the information in a very educational way. Oh, that sounds silly boring. Can you just put it into a rap instead? Okay. Okay, maybe educational isn't the right word. How about informative? Sort of means the same thing, but okay. Therefore, I have used Wikipedia. Not invented as yet. It's my main source of information on the topic. Shall we begin? All right, Teach, I'm all ears. <laughs> Pun intended. First off, let's talk about the history of docking. Docking is the removal of portions of animals' tails. While docking and bobbing are more commonly used to refer to the removal of the tail, the term cropping is used in reference to the ears. Tail docking occurs in one of two ways. The first involves constricting the blood supply to the tail with a rubber ligature for a few days until the tail falls off. The second involves the severing of the tail with surgical scissors or a scalpel. All right, let's put it in a way that fleshies might be able to understand. Let's see. Tails for dogs are used to express themselves. Amongst other things like balance or like rudders when they swim. Stay with me, India. I'm making an analogy. Uh, okay, shoot. So we can categorically say that tails are probably the most important part of a dog's body. Well, but... Then there's our nose. Focus, Indy. Sorry. Okay, yes. I loved my tail. I miss it every day. Exactly. So what part of a fleshy's body, or rather an appendage, do you think they would miss every day if it was cut off? <laughs> okay, I get where you're going with this. Uh, their hands. No, Indy. Something more tail-like. Their legs. I was thinking something even more expressive and useful in more ways than one. I'm stumped. Pun intended. Their penis is stupid. Oh, right. How would you like it, Fleshies, if we doggos cut off your penises? <laughs> That's good, Zeddy. It's dark, but it's good. I know. Thank you. Although I think they would miss their hands and legs, too. Hey, this wouldn't have anything to do about you not having any balls, would it? Remember, Indy, the Fleshies took your uterus, too. Well, I'll never forget. Me and my foops talk about it all the time. Anyway, go on with the knowledge. Right. So again, from Wikipedia, a.k.a. Wikipedia, tail docking was thought to prevent rabies, strength of the back, increase the animal's speed, and prevent injuries from ratting, fighting, and baiting. <laughs> what the hell is ratting? Like going after rats? It means exactly that, except for, you know, fleshies get dogs to rat for a sport, probably because they're sick and twisted. Well, obviously. Tail docking is done in modern times as either for prophylactic, therapeutic, 
cosmetic purposes, and or to prevent injury. All right, so let's see. Injure a dog to prevent injury. Ha! Good one, Fleshies. Good one. For dogs that work in the field, like hunting dogs, herding dogs, or terrier dogs. That's me. Tails can collect birds and foxtails, causing pain and infection. And due to the tails wagging, maybe subject to abrasion or injury. Huh. I love how Fleshies always have a way to justify their bullshit means. But let's just be honest. A lot of tail docking is also attributed to dog fighting. Where owners believe that by docking a dog's tail, it will prevent them from being grabbed in a fight. So, like if you're a guard dog... Oh, you're the kind of asshole Fleshies that put your dogs in fights. <laughs> I love it when you cuss. Even the American Veterinarian Medical Association, which is the largest veterinarian professional organization in the United States, States disputes these justifications, saying that they lack substantial scientific support. Duh. Docking of puppies younger than 10 to 14 days old is routinely carried out by both breeders and veterinarians alike without the use of anesthesia. Whoa, whoa, what is this, World War II? Medic! And a study at the University of Queensland Companion Animal Veterinarian Hospital found that puppies display signs of pain when tails are docked. You think? Huh, Jesus. Like the 50 puppies observed in the study, all 50 vocalized shrieks when tails were amputated, averaging 24 shrieks per puppy. All right, so let me do the math here. If you fleshies shrieked 24 times during an unnecessary amputation, guaranteed your doctor's getting sued by you. Even the American Veterinary Medical Association has expressed a concern that pain during this early development period could cause lasting damage. Quote, there is evidence that it may permanently alter the normal development of the central nervous system and have negative long-term consequences. End quote. I mean, that's why India is so fucked up. And for other reasons. So, all right, let's just, can we move on to air cropping now? Yeah, we should. I mean, luckily my ears are already perky and stand at attention, but if they weren't and some dumbass fleshy tried to crop them, I'd bite their ears off. It's a Van Gogh them. No, he, he didn't bite his ear off. He cut it off. It would be pretty hard to bite your own ear off. You'd Mike Tyson their ass. Ha, <laughs> there you go. Much better. Ear cropping like tail docking has its own list of fucked up fleshy justifications. <laughs> I really, really love the cussing, Indy. I really, really I'll love it. I'll save the bananas <laughs> fosters drabooey for another episode. This is way too... Too important not to swear. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Crappy dog's ears, also known as otoplasty. Go ahead and slap a fancy name on it, Fleshy. It still don't make it right. According to SprucePets.com, otoplasty. Bless you, but not the Fleshies. Refers to the practice of surgically altering the shape of the dog's external ear. Historically, ears were cropped on protection and vomit dogs to prevent ears from being mauled during fights with prey or each other. Also, erect prick ears are said to be healthier because they allow airflow that is black in the hanging or drop ear configuration of dog breeds like beagles. Don't you dare fuck with beagles' adorable ears. Truthfully, however, the procedure is usually done for purely cosmetic reasons, especially because the erect look is favored by dog shows. Fleshes are always so obsessed with erections. Huh. Most common breeds for ear cropping include Boston Terriers, Boxers, Doberman Pinchers, Great Danes, and Schnauzers. You know, let's talk for a second about dog shows, although this is a whole other topic. Okay, go on. Are you saying that dog shows condone tail docking and ear cropping? Some of them do, yes, but there are now some dog shows around 
around the world that actually ban these practices. Like who? Well, in the UK, you're not allowed to enter your dog in a dog show or contest where the public is charged a fee for admission. The exception is the dog's tail was docked before 2007. Old dogs never do well in competitions anyway. Ageism. That's a whole nother topic. In fact, many countries around the world prohibit dog mutilations, a.k.a. tail docking and ear cropping. Oh yeah? Like where? Give me a list so I know where it's safe for me to visit. Australia, Austria, Belgium, in Brazil, it's banned for cosmetic purposes. Certain places in Canada, Chile, Colombia, Croatia, Cyprus, Denmark, with the exception of a few breeds, Estonia, Finland, Germany, with exceptions, Greece, Hungary, Iceland, Ireland, and the list goes on and on. Yeah, I mean, why'd you stop at the J's? I was afraid to get to the U.S. Oh, we're so screwed here, aren't we? Yeah, although some states like New York and Vermont have considered making it illegal. Yeah, you know, I've considered making it illegal to dock Fleshy's penises, but, you know, I'm still considering it. Look, Zeddy, the truth of the matter is, we're still second-class species on this planet. Yeah, until we find our own planet. Okay, Laika, you do that. But until then, it is our job to educate Fleshies on why it is painful for doggos when they do stupid things like lobbing off our tails. Do you maybe want to talk about the day that they come? off your tail? Nope! I mean, I'm sure our audience would like to hear your side of it. Let's see. Would you like to recall the day that they took your testicles? <laughs> well, I was under a lot of drugs, so I can't recall. Well, I wasn't. And that day has been burned in my memory bank forever. And there is no need for me to relive it ever again. Alright, alright. I was just checking, you know. But I will say this. My tail was my pride and joy. The day the fleshies took it away from me is the day that will live in infamy. I will never forgive you fleshies for what you did to me. I love Mama and Daddy because, you know, they weren't the ones, but the motherfucker who did, if I ever see him again... Oh, watch out! <laughs> All right, I think that's enough. Hey, Andy. <laughs> did I already say that I love it when you cuss? Okay, I think that's enough <laughs> browbeating today for the fleshies. Hopefully they get my point. Let's move on to our next segment. Monday's Mutts! Today's Monday Mutt is another feel-good story. Thank God, because we need it after that. Gumdrop recently became the first pit bull to be adopted in Denver since 1989 when a ban on the dog breed was put in place. Wow, that's incredible! As many of our smart fleshies know, pit bulls get a bad rap. Yes, they do! Many times when you hear of the horrible stories involving pit bulls, it's because fleshies train them that way to be aggressive fighting dogs. Word! So, as we've covered before, before, BSL, or rather breed-specific legislation, has been in place in many different places in the United States. But luckily, Denver residents voted to lift the city's ban on pit bulls just last year with a ballot measure passing with over 64.5% of the vote. So as of January 1st of this brand new spanking year of 2021, residents can now own or keep pit bulls and other restricted breeds such as the American Staffordshire Terrier and Staffordshire Bull Terrier, provided they obtain a permit and have have their pet microchipped. Imagine if you had to get a permit to have a fleshy child. <laughs> and have them microchipped. Someday. The new ordinance does require pit bull owners, who are limited to two pit bulls per home, to pay a higher fee than is set for other breeds. Rude! They also have to maintain appropriate paperwork for their dog. We don't need no stinking papers! And they can't have any issues with their pit bull for three years. Mm. You know who has issues? Fleshies! So many issues! You know, a lot of people don't realize that a high majority of mutts have a little bit of pit bull in them. That's what she said. 
Oh boy, Andy, stick to your day job. Well, this is my day job. My night job is sleeping next to Mama and Danny. All right, all right, all right. Well, since we're talking about dogs that are banned or illegal in some places... No dog is illegal. Exactly. Let's dive into our next segment. Breed of the Week! Today's Breed of the Week is... The American Staffordshire Terrier. These dogs look a lot like pit bulls. Well, what's the difference? Well, technically, Indy, there is no breed called the pit bull. Generally speaking, the American Staffordshire Terrier is nearly the same breed as the American Pit Bull Terrier, so therefore they have been targeted by breed-specific legislation. One of the most noticeable differences between these two breeds is that pit bulls are taller and heavier than Staffordshire Bull Terriers. According to the AKC, aka the American Kennel Club, they range in about 17 to 19 inches tall, and males can range from 55 to 70 pounds, while the ladies range from about 40 to 55 pounds. Their life expectancy is 12 to 16 years fleshy time. Abstaffs are confident and lovable with lots of personality and are highly trainable. Not that we care about that. They also need a lot of activity, so just letting them out in the backyard once in a while ain't gonna cut it. They also like to be around people and family, so lots of exercise and playing is important for their health and uh, your mental health also. Abstaffs are also great as search and rescue dogs. Yeah, we've heard of some great stories about Abstaffs staffs helping fleshies reconnect with their lost fleshies. You'd think with all the GPSs out there, they'd find a way to keep track of their kind. I mean, at least we're microchipped. Did you order a pizza? Like a hundred times every day, but my credit card keeps getting declined. Hello, guys. I heard that you were talking about pit bulls today, so I thought I would stop by. Oh, represent. Oh, Brando, we totally should have had you on earlier to talk about your life as a pit bull. Well, I'm here now. There's something that you would like to ask me. Uh, how's the uh, fried chicken in Atlanta? Oh, it's delicious. Although I miss the Mexican food in L.A. Oh, oh, I have a question. Do you remember that time that we tussled in the backyard and it got a bit rough? Oh, sure. I bled a little bit, right back on the left cheek. Yeah, well, I'm sorry about that, Brando. Oh, it's okay, Indiana. I know it was an accident. I mean, you have to admit, you were kind of rough with me sometimes, though, too. Well, you know, it's just, I'm a beast. A gentle beast, but when I play, my paws can get a bit... Insane? Well, I was going to say like a boxer, you know. They called me on the waterfront sometimes. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're confusing yourself with the real Marlon Brando. No, 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 He was named after me right after I did Apocalypse Now. Oh, okay, Brando. <laughs> sure, okay. Uh, hey there, uh, thanks for stopping by, old buddy. And before you go, is there anything else you'd like to say? Yeah. I could have been a contender. I could have had class instead of a bum, which is what I am. I think he meant that you don't want to say anything to our audience about pimples. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see. Okay, well then, uh, uh, hey, Stella! Alrighty then. Adios, amigo, and make sure you come back to us after you visit the island of Dr. Moreau. Bye-bye. Brando was always a little bit too method for my taste. Yeah, I'm kind of more of a Sanford Meisner kind of dog. You know that he actually studied with Stella Adler and not with Lee Strasberg. Yeah, but everyone associates him with his being so method. Okay, we're getting way off track as usual. Oh, and how much do we love doing that? Let's keep the train moving. Woo-hoo! Is it time? You know it is. Time to get down? Time to boogie. Here it is, folks. A page from our yet-to-be-published book, 865 Reasons Why Having a Dog is so much better than having a kid. Reason number 555. Biting. 
This one seems really obvious to me. I mean, let's just quickly compare the two. Okay, you got a dog. He bites you. Maybe by accident, maybe on purpose. I've done both. What do you do? You put that doggo in a crate. Can't do that to a kid. Oh, yeah, they'll call fleshy control, a.k.a. animal control for you fleshies. They'll lock you up for sure for abuse. Worst case scenario, your dog bites another dog. You can get sued. Oh, that's bad. But even worse, in some cases, your dog can be put down. Try that when your kid bites another kid. You think he's going to get euthanized? Nope. Now, sometimes I get it. A dog kills a kid or even an adult fleshy and he gets put down. I understand. It's the order of the universe. No trial by jury with our doggo peers for us. But really, your kid Frank just bit the fuck out of some other kid Joe and you just chalk it up to kids being kids? I'm not sure how this comparison works for us. If you have a kid, well, let him bite you. When you have a dog... Don't make us bite you. Stop chopping off our tails, our ears, you goddamn mother... <laughs> okay, okay, so that just about does it for us today, fleshy friends. Make sure to follow us on the gram and check out our Facebook page to see today's posts from our Doggo News segment, Monday's Mutt, and Breed of the Week. We have a Twitter account, too, but we barely use it because, well, you know, we hate birds. And our TikTok account is just kind of sad. I mean, we posted one video, and I think it got, like, four views. <laughs> Are we too old for TikTok? Uh, I don't think that's the issue. Well, what's the issue, then? Gee, I don't know. Could it be that you hate being on camera? Oh, right. Yeah, that is probably it. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the Zeddy and Indy Show. It's where you can get early access to our show and other special insider perks for less than the price of a latte a month. And as always, a special shout out goes to our fuck kibble Patreons. Leisha Larson, Olga Ekman, Bailey, Lexi, Teresa, and Willie Walter. <laughs> Give us a holler on any of our platforms if you would like us to answer your question or give us a suggestion for a future show. I know what I'd like to cover. What? Dogs in bikinis. Get it? Cover up dogs in bikinis. <laughs> Stick to your day job. This is my day job. My night job is fighting off trapped blanket farts from mother and father. That's why I sleep on top of the blankets. All right, fleshies. Thanks again for tuning in. Remember, new episodes drop every Monday. So until then... Smell you later! later.